welcome to yet another edition of Radio Trivia Podcast Edition. This makes episode 12. And for those curious, yes, we're doing another episode, partially because I have this Friday off and I want to go to Disneyland. So please pardon me if you are looking forward to the live edition. It will probably be back next week. And please forgive me because I don't feel like doing a live trivia by myself again. Anyway, uh, you probably know how to play. We play songs. You figure out what the game is. Uh, this is back to America only, so only things that were released in America. I hope you enjoyed our European special uh, last weekend. If you missed it, check it out. It was a lot of fun. So we play some songs, and after the second song, we're going to give you a hint question. It'll help you figure out what the game is. If you already know what the game is, it's still something to think about. Then we play a third song, then we tell you what the game is. Then reveal the question, or the answer to the question, pardon me. Uh, anything else to add? No, not much else. You got it all. Let's move on to the first game. Not everybody knows what that music is, but I do. <laughs> Don't tell them. Oh, I won't. Yeah. 
anybody who's played this game once just knows what it is now. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know the music is kind of cheesy, but you still got to enjoy it anyway. <laughs> the lyrics in that song were just a dead giveaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, here's a question. What is your reward for beating any given cup on the toughest difficulty? Dying to tell us all what's the game? F Zero GX, my favorite GameCube racing game ever. Really? 
Yes. Yeah, I like the game. I, I wouldn't call it my favorite, although I'm not sure what my favorite would be on the GameCube. It's, it's the only racing game I ever beat completely. I was proud of myself for going back after a while and, and actually uh, finishing up the story mode on whatever basic difficulty, and that, I was proud of myself for that. Oh, I beat it on all difficulties. Yeah, see, I, I'm just not that hardcore. It, it, I don't like getting my butt handed to me uh, that badly, you know? So. You know, it, the game becomes so easy once you learn how to snake. I never learned how to snake, and I don't really want to. So, Because once I learn how to do that, I'm going to try to do that all the time instead of playing the game the way it was actually meant to be played. At least that's my opinion. On Masterclass, it's just impossible to beat the game normally. Mm. Still, I, I just... Any, anyway, um, so as we mentioned, this game has a uh, interesting soundtrack. Uh, each character has its own theme music, and all the songs from tonight's... Uh, all of tonight's selections from the game are actually character theme songs. So, no racing music is actually used. Because the racing music would have been a dead giveaway. Well, you know what? Uh, I think that the third song was a pretty darn good giveaway anyway. Second one, but, the lyrics just gave it away right away because... Well, I know he talked about a machine. I don't know about... What else did he say in there? He, he said something about the little wyvern, which is actually a racing machine in F-Zero GX. Ah. Well, you have to pay attention to catch on to that. If, you, if You're a very good listener to figure it out from the lyrics in that game, to be honest. I think it's a very good selection for the second and, song. And I can't... When hearing these songs, I cannot get the parody movies out of my head anymore. So, I have not beaten the game as <laughs> enough to actually see any of the parody movies. That's because um, only a select few have actually beaten the, t- beaten the toughest difficulty of F-Zero GX and have gotten these parody movies. Which, by the way, is the answer to the trivia question. Ah. Uh, well, uh, as you probably mentioned earlier, it's on YouTube, I'm sure. Yes, it's hilarious because uh, Blood Falcon has wardrobe malfunctions. Oh. Alright, you know what? Why don't you, after I post this, uh, be sure to like post some links spoilered out to YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, um, of some of your picks, because I'm, I'm sure uh, Riedels will appreciate that. Dr. Stewart has his gay uh, music all right, video. Alright, Blinky. Don't give uh, it away. Aww. <laughs> anyway, that was F-Zero GX. Uh, move on to the second song. Uh, second game.
So for those wondering, this game is not Monopoly for Windows 3.11 for work groups. <laughs> it is, however, a very good platformer. That's a hint. Not as fun as the F-Zero music, but fun. Yeah. Anyways, we have a question. What was the name of the ex-clown villain's sidekick in this game? <laughs> Sorry, villain. music. It takes me back so far. Well, uh, old-time listeners might remember it, too. This is uh, Arrow the Acrobat. A fantastic platformer by Iguana Entertainment. So, are they still around in any sort of form? Were they bought out by anyone? No, they are now defunct. Um, Jeff Spragenberg formed Iguana Entertainment, and you might recognize him as the founder of Retro Studios. Really? Yes. Ooh, that my this game actually just went up. <laughs> and now he is in uh is at the helm of Wide Load Games. Oh, wait, no, he's is he the guy who was like kicked out cuz of like for corruption or something? Yeah, he was there was like some big fiasco about um money laundering. Yeah. Okay, interest level going down on Arrow the Acrobat again. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. But ser- seriously, this game this game is so fantastic. It was born during the era where um, characters, or sh- I should say, mascots with more attitude, was prevalent. Ah, uh, yeah, where everyone had to have their own character mascot platformer because yeah. they couldn't compete with Mario, so they compete with whatever. I, I don't know. This guy at one time stood alongside with the likes of Sonic the Hedgehog and Mario. Uh, did he, did they have like a sequel? Yes, there was Arrow the Acrobat 2. I, I don't know, man. I can't believe it, it's actually up there with Mario or Sonic. I... It was Sunsoft's um, mascot for the time being. Yeah. Well, then I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't poo-poo it. I mean, I, I love uh, Sparkster and how, how many how many people know of that game, so... Sunsoft has since then gone defunct. Right. And um, 3D Metro, I believe, um, held the um, port to the GBA. Oh, so who owns the rights to the character now? I don't know. Probably 3D Metro. Huh, okay. Your guess is as good as mine. It's like, it's basically a ghost mascot right now. Well, I mean, someone remade, like, James Pond for the GBA too, so funky things happen. Yeah, crazy, crazy things do happen, and I, I can only hope to see a sequel to these games sometime down my life. It's looking less and less likely, man. Yeah, but anyways, we have a answer to the trivia question. Yes. Who? What was the name of the, of the ex clown villain sidekick in this game? And the answer is zero. The Kamikaze Squirrel. So did he kill himself? I I can't remember. It's been so long since I played this game. I doubt it. If it's for kids, Mr. Kamikaze did not kill himself. But I do know he um. Did he was ra- a rather crazy character? Oh, did they have like text in that game or something or? Or was yeah. it just his art, art style was funky? Not funky, zany. It, it was a crazy game through and through. I loved it so much. So Some of the platforming in that game still remained some of the most original ever. Really? Oh, well, that's your opinion. I'll have to play it myself if I want an opinion, so... Uh, if it shows up on Virtual Console at some point, and someone may have the rights to do that, apparently. If... It will It will show up some day or another. I guarantee it. Even though the publisher doesn't exist anymore? Uh, 3D Metro does exist, I believe. Mm, well, maybe they'll alter like the copyright screen or something. <laughs> yeah. Nintendo could just pick up the rights to it. Uh, I doubt it. I that's a third-party rights thing, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, on, moving on. Yep, this game was picked by a fellow listener, so listen carefully.
That song went on for quite a while, didn't it? Well, it was only like a minute. A minute and a half, max. Well, it sounded like he just cut it off. Let's move on. on what what genre it's from it's yeah ba- based on music I would have guessed a very different game based on the first one than the second one well we have a trivia question oh okay what pickaxe like tool must you use to tear down a wall <laughs> Caliban's picks, it was Faxanaru for the NES. I don't know if I pronounced that right, but uh, it's kind of a gothic medieval-ish side-scroller. I would have guessed RPG. Yeah, I I don't know. One of the songs sounded almost like a Castlevania game. One of them sounded very much like an RPG, and this, the third one was just sort of catchy. (laughs) That was your usual generic catchy flat platforming music. Eh, I guess. It, 
I mean, it, it's an interesting game. I, I've never played it, but... I've never even heard of it. I guess its presentation is... is I don't know. I, I guess maybe sort of like Zelda 2, but don't hold me that. I never played the game. Um, you never played Zelda 2? No, I never played Faxinado. So oh, okay. I, I, I'm just taking a, a stab here, and maybe one of our listeners can provide more details in the talkback thread. But um, it... I don't know. It, it's... It has good music, so I picked the game, and I... Well, I didn't pick the game. Caliban did, but uh, I certainly went with it, because good music. And what's the answer to the trivia question? Oh, right. Um, let's see, the question was, uh, what pickaxe-like tool do you use to tear down a wall? And it's a mattock, which is kind of like a hoe, but like in a pickaxe shape. It's a pickaxe, but instead of having a pointy end, it has a, a flat end. Interesting. So, yeah. Go Farmers. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> Let's move on. moment to figure out what it was, but I know what game it is now. Some interesting music there. Oh, I remember that song. So, question. What's so unique and surprising about the standard multiplayer mode in this game? Also, get ready for some awesome music.
You had to play that song, didn't you? Yes. You you know I'm a Zelda fan. I just about cried out. Well, it's a very fun rendition of the classic Zelda theme from... It's like 8-bit on steroids, so... I, I love it. I had to play it. And it's from Tetris DS. Yeah, there are a lot of remixed or pseudo-remixed music from NES games in Tetris DS. Uh, and some turned out better than others. Yeah. We have an answer to the trivia question. Right. Um, so, when you did local uh, standard multiplayer mode, you could play with up to ten people and using one cart. And that just seemed like an odd number to begin with, ten people for local wireless. So, I don't it's know. Actually, it's actually quite impressive for single, single cartridge. Yeah, I've, I don't know. I, I, there are probably other games out there that support 10, but 10 is kind of an odd number in my opinion. But um, developers have commented that the DS is capable capable of supporting 32 simultaneous interconnections. Okay, maybe maybe there are that many different whatever IP slots are the equivalent in a local LAN game. But uh, N- Nintendo has commented to say only 16 are possible. Hmm. But devs have done more. Yeah, but you know how it's got to be a pretty simple game if you're going to be doing 32. Uh, wireless, you know, and single cartridge, no less. Yeah, well, no, single cartridge isn't. Well, that would just limit how big the the game is in memory. I suppose. Yeah. Um. So Tetris DS, I I actually don't own the game. I have to confess. Um, Neither do I. Well, you know what? I'm not a big Tetris fan, and although I'm sure that's a good version of Tetris. I I never really liked Tetris. <laughs> I I don't like torturing myself. So I I didn't even pick up Medios. Well, neither did I. But that was because of the red green colorblind woes. Um. So yeah, that had nothing to do with the actual gameplay, really. This your physical disability. That's a physical disability. I I like Panel de Pon, although I I don't I haven't picked up the DS version. Which I imagine will is actually more distracting for me than the original. But uh, I don't. I've know. never even played Panel to Pawn. Well, did you play Tetris Attack? Long time ago. That's the same game. Wow. Yes, it's also known as Pokemon Puzzle League. So, but now it's just generic Puzzle League. Another game I avoided. Yeah, I like I like Puzzle League. Not as much as as Mike's Glens. He he's a fanatic over Panel to Pawn, but uh, I like it. He'll probably listen to this, and I am me screaming that why I didn't ever play Panel to Pawn. Yeah, he'll he'll be badgering you to to play a version of it. Yep. I've been told the DS version's fine, but but I'm very discouraged by the fact that they don't have the Panel de Pawn music in it, because um, I just love that, and the game just doesn't feel the same to me without the the fun upbeat music. Speaking of that, where the hell is the Tetris theme music? I'm sorry? The Tetris theme music. Oh, 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 you mean, uh... The Tetris song. Yes! Oh. That. Well, you know what? I was going to play it over this, but since you brought it up, I'll just uh, play it now. Yay!
Oh god, that music's awesome. <laughs> well, it's I remember Tetris that all. I remember all that all the way back from when I played the original Tetris on Game Boy. That's not the original Tetris, but it's the one everyone remembers. But yeah, okay. I'll just bite my tongue now and go on to the next game. Yes, please do. But that one's a head scratcher. Yeah, it is. Scratch away as they play the second song. recognize that music. Good, good. If you recognize it so much, ask the question. Alright, this game's main character has a special gem in his possession. Whose soul does he say resides in that gem?
such amazing music. Well, I, you know, there's good music in this game, but there's a lot of music that sounds exactly the same in this game as well. So I waded through a lot of songs that I that I hadn't really listened to for a while, and they all sounded the same, but there's so many songs in this game that there are also a lot of good songs in this game. So I guess it's like, you know, a certain percentage of them are good, but there's so many songs that there's still quite a few to choose from. This also happens to be the best RPG on the GameCube. Arguably. Um, it certainly got a lot of attention. No. Um, there is no argument. It is the best. I don't know. I... Yeah, I guess it is. I like Bacton Kaitos. It was kind of original, but it had some pitfalls. It had better music, though. Well, the game's name is Tales of Symphonia. Yeah, so this... I don't know, I, I really enjoyed the game. Um, I actually tried to do some of the side quests, but uh, I wasn't one of those people that played over and over and over again, you know, like, because you could restart, like, Game Plus or whatever they called it. Yeah, you'd start um, off with everything you got. Yeah, I did that once, and uh, as many people know, this is a very sad story. Uh, I uh, wiped out my memory card when I was almost at the end again. I was like 45 hours into it. And uh, oh. in my brilliance and haste, I uh, reformatted my main memory card into a Japanese format memory card. And uh, all was grim in the world. Oh, I, I'd, ha- I'd, I'd be sick after doing that. Yeah, I, I was pretty upset with that. And I couldn't find a save that I, to continue with that I liked. What, so. did, what did you reformat it for? It was a mistake. I, I didn't realize I had my US in when I had my Japanese game in. And when you're in Japanese mode, it thinks that the US uh, memory no, no, cards are corrupt. No, no. Um, what game? Oh, I don't remember. I was probably in, in a hurry to play Panel de Pawn or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> actually, that's probably the truth. <laughs> I don't know, I was distracted, I was just pushing A, 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 and next thing I knew, I'd be like, oh crap, I just wiped out my card. So, <laughs> so I actually uh, bought a, uh, look at a Mad Cat's third party thing so I could download saves from the internet. Oh, a cheat device. Well, I needed to restore my freaking Mario Kart Double Dash and uh, Smash Brothers Melee saves, you know, because I wasn't going to earn those over again just to get the characters I want. So I felt I did not feel guilty at all doing that. You probably earned a cup, little bit more doing that, anyways. Uh, I had both those games pretty much licked. Um, I remember spending a good deal of time on melee. Well, uh, I was referring to the dev mode in melee. Uh, no, though I probably could access that through the freeloader or whatever I have. The Game I, Shark. The Game Shark. Yeah, I, I. This was not a cheat device in that sense. All, all it could do was. It was a memory card. It was a memory card with a USB uh, attached, uh, USB port to it. So you could plug it in as a memory card. So it wasn't really a cheat device. I mean, it was in the sense that you're cheating with your saves. Yeah. But uh, back to actually Tales of Symphonia. Um, it was a good game. I, I wish it were more fun to play with characters other than Lloyd. I don't know if you'll agree with me on that, but I didn't find. I any can't. Other... I I can't agree with you there. Really? Because I I just didn't find any of the other characters intuitive. But I I really liked playing as Zelos and um, 
Okay, Zealous might work, yeah. Okay. And I like I also liked Kratos. Well, surprise, surprise, you're a swordplay characters. No, everything except for the swordplay was, was less than stellar, in my opinion. Chris Ayo was also pretty fun. Really? Well, you know what? I just stuck with Lloyd the whole time, okay? I never played multiplayer. I uh, just, I know, I didn't get the full experience. No, you didn't. Yeah, well. What... Now go back and play it. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not risking that trauma again. <laughs> I'll wait until the next Tales comes out. <laughs> You mean Tales Symphonia Night of Ratatosk, which is coming out pretty soon. For which systems? DS? Wii. Oh, Wii. Oh, damn, yes. they just keep turning them out, don't they? Um, and DS is also getting its own Tales game, aside from the awful Tales of the Tempest. Oh, I didn't really hear much about that, so... It's... It sucked. Okay. It sucked hard. Well, we'll see yeah. if the Wii well, game's any good. Um, the, the second DS game is called Tales of In- Innocence. Now, is the Wii game coming to the U.S., as far as you're aware, or...? I'm... Uh, there's nothing on that. Okay, well, it, I'm not importing was... any RPGs. I'm sorry. Um, I will. On a side note, the U.S. version of, of uh, Tales of Symphonia... I, for some reason, I was amused by the voice acting, not because I thought it was especially good, but because all, almost all the characters sounded like, had the voice actor of something else that I associated. Like, like Lloyd is... Oh, that's Robin! From Teen Titans. Right, and, and there were a couple other ones I recognized too from other like animes and stuff. So, so I'm like, eh, it's that that voice actor. That's funny. That was actually really entertaining to play. I I'd stay up in the wee hours of the night playing it. Oh sure, yeah, you know, good RPG will do that. I basically blew through it in a week. I beat all the side quests, got everything, and you, how do you get everything in one pass? I don't believe you. It's Unless called, you use like a guide. It's called diligence. You're telling me that you found all the little stupid things where, oh, you can only find it if you do it before this event happens? Yep. Uh, I, I, I hate you. I You're the people that disgust me with RPGs. <laughs> I just play the freaking RPG. I miss most of the side quests, and then if I go back and replay it, or better yet, if the game is structured so that I can go back and still experience those side quests, I do it, them later. It, it's like the t- like what I did with Metroid Prime 3. I've got, I beat it 100% in one pass. I... I try to be diligent, but I'm just not that good. Okay. I am. Ver- I am very tenacious. I suppose you are, but uh, I don't know. St- still a good game. We still have Even- to a- answer the trivia question. Oh, jeez. Okay, so Lloyd wears a a gem on his right hand, and it's supposedly his mother's soul. I don't. It's been so long since I played. Yeah. I don't remember if that's actually true or not. It's actually true because okay. it was the gem his mother gave him before she died. Okay. Because the um, he turned in the, they were turned into gems, right? Yeah, so. the, the quote unquote evil half elves in the game. Oh my god, this game had so many racist undertones. I didn't notice. Well, yeah, okay. I, I don't um, know if you could call it racist because they address it, it, him. It was like a racist game is a game where like they have a black guy, you know, doing things that. That are stereotypically black, and they don't like say it's wrong. Well, or it, it had racist undertones, but it addressed them in in a way that wasn't offensive. So I, I wouldn't call it racist. Deals with racism. Anyway, we're we're, we're this is some these are semantics here. So Basic, basically, the gems absorbed the souls of wh- whoever it was attached to without a proper mounting. <laughs> proper mounting. 
Yous are so crazy. Anyway, it is tradition to end with a certain song after playing. Well, okay, fine. This is what we played after Tales of Fantasia was selected, so we're doing it again. So says I, ruler of this trivia. GX is copyright 2003 Nintendo, Amusement Vision, Sega. Hero the Aquabat is copyright 1993 Sunsoft. Faxinado is copyright 1988 Hudson. Tetris DS is copyright 1985 to 2006 Elorg, 2006 Nintendo. Tales of Symphonia is copyright 2003 Namco.